You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Anyone that knows me knows that I have a huge sweet tooth. I love cake and candy and all of that. So I am so excited. This week, I am talking with Richard of Caroline's Cakes. If you haven't tried a Caroline's Cakes yet, you definitely need to go onto their site and order one ASAP. I've probably had three or four so far in the past couple of years, and they are amazing. So I'm excited to talk with him more about how the business got started, what's next, and everything in between. Before we get into the episode, though, as always, remember you can shop the Preppy Podcast merch at thepreppypodcast.com. We have lots of fun things like bags tumblers, candles, shoes, sweatshirts, and all kinds of great things. Um, And be sure to share this podcast with a friend. All right, let's get into this week's episode. All right, so why don't you let everyone know who you are, uh, what you do, and where you live? My name is Richard Ragsdale Reuter. I live in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and I'm the current president of Caroline's Cakes. Awesome. And I was so lucky. I think I had my first Caroline's Cakes at the Southern Sea last year, but then um, I got to enjoy, actually, my fiance's uh, dad sent one for my birthday this year, and then I had another one recently. So I certainly love uh, your guys' cakes so much. We, we appreciate it. I always love it when people can talk about not just their experience, but their experience as plural with with our cakes and, and the southern sea was a great introduction for many people and uh, please thank your fiance's dad for sending one again yeah so let's start from the beginning tell me a little bit about growing up like were you always entrepreneurial um it sounded like you know i've i've read your bio and i'm familiar with you guys on social media too obviously so it sounds like you grew up sort of watching your mom even cook so what what was your childhood like So definitely entrepreneurial passion runs on both sides of my family. Certainly my my dad and and his family are incredibly smart, well-read. And mom's side of the family has that sort of kind of creative problem solving. Um, So I definitely grew up kind of absorbing those characteristics from both my mom and my dad. The, The cooking side of my passion certainly came from mom. She grew up in Lake City, South Carolina, um, watching my grandmother and grandfather entertain clients and gather around the dinner table or on the back patio after church. And food, as it is for many Southerners, was the the thing that people, that brought everybody together. And, and, and she quickly realized that the food on the table was just as important as the people around it. So when she started uh, Caroline's Cakes, which really just started as a passion project, I was immediately recruited as uh, as free family labor. So I think that sort of started my my education there. That's so fun. So how old were you then when she started Caroline's Cakes? Well, the first official caramel cake was served at my christening in 1982. So I, wow. I was just, just shy of two years old. Uh, 
But after that, she would get requests to make a, a few here and a few there. Caroline's Cakes itself, as it is today, wasn't officially started until the year 2000. And that was almost 20 years after she'd been baking cakes in the home kitchen and leaving them on the front porch for people to pick up. She received a phone call from a U.S. Trust. Somebody had tried the cake and they wanted to order 2,000 of them. Oh, wow. And uh, that was sort of the, the aha, I've got something here moment when Caroline's Cakes was officially born. Wow. Okay. So obviously now you are running it. So talk to me then a little bit about like when it came time for school, where and what did you study? And was it anything that prepared you for what you do today? So I I went to boarding school. I went to Woodbury Forest School in Virginia for high school and would come back on fall break or Christmas or Thanksgiving break and would immediately be working down in the basement where where my parents had put a commercial kitchen to continue baking and shipping orders. So I would I would be involved in the business on, on that level, helping ship ship the few shipments that we had as the business was growing. After Woodbury, I went to Hobart College in upstate New York and would continue the same cycle of coming home on breaks. Um, during the daytime, I would be in the basement helping bake and ship cakes. And at nighttime, I would I was managing a restaurant in the Annapolis, Maryland area. Uh, and then I thought I wanted to be a lawyer until about two nanoseconds after I had my degree in my hands. I wasn't even off the stage at graduation. And I was like, I have no idea what I'd like to do. Um, so I, I went back to Annapolis and, and continued to manage the restaurant and, and help mom on the side. And then she took me out to lunch one day, and, and at this point, we had moved out the business out of the house and into a small storefront, and she said, the business is growing. I would love for you to be a part of it, and and I jumped at the opportunity. Wow, that's such a journey. I love that, though. So now, when you decided to, to join the team then and jump at this opportunity, what was your initial role? Like, what, what were you doing when you came on? I was a dishwasher. I, you know, I, I, I thought that I was going to be, you know, get, get some glorious title, but what mom needed was somebody to help wash all the pans. All of the layers in our, our famous seven layer caramel cake are baked in individual pans and seven layers per cake at, at the number of cakes that we were baking that the pans were piling up and she needed, she needed help in that department. And, uh, I, I sort of recognized the opportunity to follow her lead and she really was a lead from the front type person that she wasn't going to ask anybody to do anything she wouldn't do herself Mm -hmm. so i i jumped in it's been so beneficial to me to learn the business from the the very back to the very front so sort of started washing dishes and which i will still happily do today uh, but now i also do the bookkeeping and help out with the marketing and we'll jump in and bake Uh, so it's a a fun variety of day-to-day tasks Wow. I can't imagine that caramel is very easy to wash off of pans, at least from my experience. So um, kudos to that. (laughs) But um, so then, you know, I, I also, I agree with you in that sense that it's important to know a business inside and out. Like, I run a PR business. I work a lot with lifestyle brands. Um, and it was important to me to get my degree in fashion just as much as it was in communications PR because I wanted to know like how garments were made, like what makes one piece way more expensive than the other. Like, so I think that's important that, you know, you started there at the ground level too, and um, you know the business really then inside and out. 
absolutely yeah, i knew i learned a lot of it was trial by fire mm-hmm. um a lot of the things we did in the early days were sort of ready fire aim and and my business experience didn't come from from being in the classroom necessarily so much as it came from being in the business and, and figuring out creative problem solving as i mentioned that that my mom was excellent at um, i did eventually wind up uh going to Wake Forest Business School. Okay. As the business was growing, we recognized a need for a, a little more structure and foundation as far as how things were run and helping us with goal setting and, and achieving those goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, I, I went, they had a, they have a campus in Charlotte. So I would drive up from Spartanburg every Saturday for two years. And every class that we had would have a final project where we applied what we'd learned. And i was immediately raised my hand and, and was like, do you want to do our project on Caroline's Cakes? <laughs> and, and and that obviously resulted in me bringing up samples for everybody, but also getting a lot of knowledge from an incredibly smart group of people who are my classmates and being able to apply it in the real world at the bakery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's so important as a business owner to just keep learning and, you know, ask for help when you need it or, or go and seek help then or more education when you're at a point where you think you could use more. Absolutely. We, we, I was mentioning this yesterday to somebody is that we don't get an opportunity to make improvements unless we make mistakes. Mm. So we and we really do look at every obstacle we face as, as an opportunity. Definitely. Okay, so then how would you say the business has changed from when your mom started it to what it is today? Like, talk to me a little bit, I guess, about um, the amount of people on your team. And, you know, obviously you have so many flavors of cakes now and you even have um, the little mini cakes too. So maybe about a little bit about the product assortment, how the business is run, all of that. Like, how has it changed and grown over all these years? There's certainly been a lot of like, tangible changes, like, for example, like moving from the basement of my parents' house to the small storefront in Annapolis. We went from you know, 400 square feet to 2,500 square feet, and now we're here in Spartanburg in 25,000 square feet. So the, the physical footprint of the business has certainly expanded. Um, one thing that has not changed and will never change are the recipes. We still make caramel the same way that many people made it in the kitchen with their parents and grandparents. And and we will always do it that way uh, because that is what allows us to have such a close connection with our customers. Um, Our workforce has certainly grown. It does fluctuate because we're a seasonal business. We do a tremendous volume of orders between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. So our workforce will go from 20 or 25 to almost 50 people during that time of the year. Wow. Um, You know, I look back at the, the very, first years when I was officially involved in the business. And I think we had six people uh, on our on our team and we were offering four different types of cakes. And, and now, as I mentioned, we've got between 20 and 25 offering upwards towards uh, 35 different flavors and then the cake bites. So it's, but that growth is all attributed to the customer. I mean, our, our, our new cake offerings come from our cake community. We People will call and say, I, I can't find this cake. It was such a key part of my childhood anywhere is it something you all make and, and mom and now I will say mom would say you know, we don't make that but we'd certainly love to try you know can you share the recipe and let, let's let's work together on it 
Oh, that's really cool. I didn't realize that. So you've ha- have you had that happen then a good amount then of when you're developing new recipes? That's kind of how some of them have come about. So our Montana gold cake, which is four layers of chocolate cake mm-hmm. with our caramel icing and caramel in between the layers came directly from a conversation that mom had with a customer on on the phone. And it was exactly as I just described as they, they had grown up with this cake, couldn't find anywhere else that would make it and and either weren't able to or didn't want to take the time to make caramel, which can be a very difficult and time consuming process. And, uh, you know, we, we said, well, we'd love the opportunity and, and sent them a sample and then sample turned into an order and then that order turned into an order and, and so on and so forth. Wow. And now it's a, it's a staple in our lineup. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. That's amazing. Now, obviously when the business started, um, you were delivering like local cakes and then now you ship all over the country. I mean, I'm in Pennsylvania and I had one of your cakes. So uh, what was the learning curve, I guess, on that, like figuring out how to get a product that's perishable, you know, states away and with weather conditions and making it look beautiful. Like your packaging is beautiful whenever I've had one of your cakes to deliver so that was it really, we were working against the clock there because that first order came in, you know, the home phone rang and mom picked up and they said, you know, we've tried your cake. We'd like 2000 of them. And she didn't miss a beat. She said, okay. And then from right there, she had, she knew she had to figure out how to get these cakes delivered. Um, and in the very beginning, I mean, the first cakes, we didn't even ship with any coolant. It was just that, we'll, you know, we'll ship everything next day and and get it there a caramel is pretty pretty durable as far as the icing and the fact that you can freeze and refreeze our cakes for up to six months Mm -hmm. certainly beneficial because it will thaw somewhat in the freezing process as we expanded uh primarily through word of mouth which is our best friend because as much as i'd like to think that somebody will sit down and eat a five pound cake by themselves (laughs) that's not not the case our cakes are our centerpieces at a Thanksgiving or Christmas or or birthday party enjoyed by, you know, ordered by one person, but shared by you know, 15 or 20. And if they're mm-hmm. not familiar with us they, and then they find out that they can get this cake that they either love from their childhood or, or, or have just had for the first time. And then they realize they can get it anywhere in the country. Um, that's that's a that's a cool thing but mom was really integral in figuring that out she designed and patented a cooler design that would keep the dry ice uh, for as long as possible during the shipping process and and if it if it dissipates we have room to add more um the big red tin that all of our cakes ship in that's a callback to the very first i guess cash register that we had which was done on the honor system it would be left on our front porch and people would come by and pick up a cake with their name on it and leave their check in the big red tin. Uh, so when it came time to, to start shipping these outside of the Annapolis area, the, the red tin was what we looked to. Oh, wow. I love that. That's so fun. I just thought it was just great branding personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lucked into that too. <laughs> so uh, you sort of mentioned this earlier, but what has been your greatest marketing tool? Obviously, you talk about word of mouth, um, but th- has there been anything else over the years? Like, do you rely a lot on social media or, um, you know, events like the Southern Sea where I discovered you or, um, you know, maybe it's your email marketing list is great. Like, what have been some of the great tools for you guys in terms of getting the word out there and growing? 
I mean, I said, I mean, word of word of mouth is definitely our, our strongest supporter and, and marketing tool. You mentioned earlier on, in our conversation the number of times that you would cross paths with Caroline's Cakes or one that had been sent to you. Mm-hmm. We've been very lucky uh, in, to be placed on the Oprah list on a number of occasions. With obviously, Oprah has a huge following, uh, and then there are those events like the Southern Sea where. It gives me the opportunity, as well as the, the friends you meet at the Southern Sea, to put a face to the brand and realize mm-hmm. that they're behind many brands, like your own brand, my brand, um, everybody else there. That there's you get to learn about the personality behind the brand, and uh, which I think is a, a hugely beneficial tool. And, and that community, the Southern Sea, is so supportive uh, and, and will definitely help spread the word where they can. And then we have the traditional forms of you know, Instagram and Facebook and email marketing. It is very much, people eat with their eyes first. So we want to make sure that we have really, really good photography. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also, I also recognize that our cake food in general is a very subjective. So somebody may take a bite of the cake and say, this is the best cake I've ever had. The next person might say, this is too rich. Mm -hmm. So we've got to sort of work with that and use our, customer service outlook as another opportunity to create and keep customers. Um, And, you know, we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that that birthday, that wedding, that Christmas, that Wednesday is perfect if it includes our cake. Yeah. And I love your guys' motto and on your email signature, how it says, uh, eat cake, be happy, right? Something like that. I I think that's so true. I mean, how how can you not be happy when eating one of your cakes? (laughs) I I think it's pretty pretty simple instructions. I mean, eat, eat cake and be happy. I, we, we try to embody that inside the four walls of the bakery. And, and we do try to make sure that our customers feel that uh, when we, you know, answer the phone and ship a cake, we have a sign in our phone bank that says smile, they can hear it in your voice. And I think that that's very true. We are really in the customer service industry, the customer service business the, the item that allows us to contact and be in touch with so many people happens to be the world's best seven layer caramel cake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a lot like champagne. I feel like it's something that you enjoy to celebrate when you're happy and in these great moments and these great memories are coming together with other people and friends and family. I think there's certainly something special about having one of our cakes, much like the champagne references is, is a perfect one. I, I mean, champagne, champagne is fun. It's celebratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's exactly the same occasions that we want our cakes to be in, included in. Definitely. Now, what would you say um, is your greatest challenge when it comes to business? Like, what's the hardest part? Oh, wow. That's a great question. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel very much responsible for continuing the legacy that my mom started for for the listeners of yours that don't know mom passed away in 2017 after a a short fight with cancer and i think the plan was always for me to take over the business i just think our timeline was accelerated with her her illness um so I, i would say my my greatest challenge is making sure that i'm i'm running this business in a way that, that would make her proud and and that also meets meets and exceeds the expectations of our customers. I, I, I tell our team constantly, this is and always will be Caroline's Cakes. I still think of this bakery as a 
so obviously female founded, but female run business. I mean, there are so many procedures that we that we continue to use in the benefit the way we do things here that were put in place by mom. Uh, many of our recipes, in addition to coming from customers, will come from the pages of cookbooks and, and notes that were on mom's desk. She's got a, a humongous collection of cookbooks with bookmarks and dog-eared pages and, and notes in the in the margins. So it does still feel like we're able to work on projects with her. Um, but I, you know, it's just on a daily basis, we have an obligation to to perform in a way that our customer expects because you know thanksgiving is not on a friday that cake needs to be there and be perfect on on that thursday christmas is not on december 26th it needs to be there and be perfect and it needs to be exactly the way that that customer remembers it for the past 20 years mm. so uh that, that's a it's a big challenge it's one we take seriously and and it's one that we we are able to meet on a on a regular basis which i'm supremely proud of our team for doing yeah wow that's a good point because just like i mentioned the champagne example of it, it's something that people are celebrating their happy times they're coming together it's also there's a lot of pressure with that too right absolutely <laughs> um so on the flip side to that like what has been your greatest success in terms of business or like what are you really proud of or like a pinch me moment that you've had with business I think the personal relationship we've built with our entire customer base is something I'm really, really proud of. Uh, I, I am always excited and, and look forward to the opportunity to jump on our phones or, or jump in the main email box and get back in touch with customers and to, to look at the positive feedback that they continue to send and support us with. It's, it's, just, it's just awesome. Um, you know, we've got a great team here. And the team loves interacting with with our cake community just as much as the cake community loves interacting with them. I and mean, we get a lot of calls that aren't even to order a cake. It's just to say, hey, hey, like here's how my daughter-in-law enjoyed the cake that we sent. Hmm. And and I don't think there's a lot of businesses where you you can get you can take an order, and then the customer willingly w will call back up and tell you something like that, like, hey, this is how much it was enjoyed and what it meant to us. I think that's, that's really special. Yeah, that's a good point. Normally, if you hear from customers, it's just complaints. So it's it's definitely special then that people are telling you how they're enjoying it and how much um, it was appreciated and delicious. So, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what is your best selling flavor or um, even product maybe as I know you have the cake bites too like what's the customer what's the customer favorite is it still that first original cake that seven layer caramel cake is by far our most popular it is what started the business what has been the, the key component in, in helping build the business I mean the others are, are insanely popular nothing is like that caramel there's no other cake like it if you took all the other cakes that we sell and combine those numbers, it still doesn't come close to the number of caramel cakes that we're shipping on an annual basis. Uh, and that's, there's something special about it. And we recognize that it is a, it's sort of like our Coca-Cola recipe. We have three people here who know how to make it, but they never travel together. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, that's by, by far our most popular. It is, it is an ex extremely rich cake. If you haven't had it before, and you have the opportunity to try it, please just try a very, very thin sliver 
Um, and it's, it's outstanding. It really is. That's one of the ones that I was able to enjoy. Um, and is that your personal favorite too, or is there another one that's your personal favorite? I'm so I, so I've, I've kind of jumped back and forth. I'm, I'm very partial to the caramel cake as a favorite, um, both because I really enjoy how it tastes and because I recognize that it started this business that I am able to, to do on a daily basis and, and kind of pursue my passion. Uh, we've, every season we, we have our, you know, they're, they're icing some lemon blueberry cakes right now out of the window of my office. I'm watching them. And every time I see one going down the line, I'm sort of like, well, maybe I could cut a slice of that one. We have, <laughs> you know, the peach raspberry cakes we're doing. Our coconut cake is off the charts. So I will sort of jump back and forth between all of our flavors. Um, but if I had to choose just one, it would be the caramel. Oh my gosh. They all sound delicious though. As you're describing them, my mouth's watering. I'm like, oh, all of them. (laughs) So since this is the Preppy Podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you? Like how would you describe Preppy in these modern times? I I would say Preppy is friendly, kind, caring, funny, outgoing. Um, It's, you know, it's social. Um, and, and obviously coming out of, or hopefully coming out of the past two years with, with COVID social can be with a capital S instead of a lowercase, lowercase one. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's, it's, well, yeah, fun, upbeat, positive and outgoing. I like that. It's like an attitude and a little bit of a lifestyle. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are there any sneak peeks or anything that you're working on that you can share with people? Um, I don't know if it's a new flavor or I don't know, just something fun you guys are working on or excited about. So about three and a half weeks ago, we started renovations here at the bakery in Spartanburg to add a retail storefront uh, so that people passing through or, or people who live here in town can come by and have a slice of cake, get a whole cake, uh, I hope to do cupcakes and, and of course, have our cake bites. My hope is that that will be completed towards the end of the summer. And I am so excited about it. When we moved out of the basement of my parents' house into the storefront in Annapolis, we had a retail front as well. And that face-to-face interaction on a daily basis really energized mom and I. As I've said a number of times in this conversation, we have phenomenal customers and the the additional opportunity that I will now have to speak with them and hear from them uh, is something I'm really looking forward to. Um, new cake recipes, I, I, we are honestly racing to keep up right now. We have been so busy with Easter, so busy with Mother's Day. Uh, we're going into the summer months where we're shipping so much barbecue and pimento cheese, mm. which a lot of people don't know that we do as well. Um, so I, do, I don't have current plans for new cake flavors, but again, we always you know, the phone could ring in five minutes and one of our customers could ask me to make a cake and I'm just not going to say no to that. Yeah, that's, I mean, you have your hands full with the new storefront though. So that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited. And will that be all branded like with your yellow and reds or what's that going to be? We're going to do that, right. We'll have um, a a beautiful yellow and white striped awning uh, on on the front. And then we're working with some very talented uh, decorators, here in town. Uh, my friend Louise Johnson is helping us with the decorating and my friends 
uh, Megan Teague and Lainey Nix have been the architects on it. And, and really, I just sort of said the idea out loud and then their creative genius has pulled everything else together. So all credit to them for, for what will soon be the best bakery around. Oh, I can't wait. So my final question is, where can people find you? Let everyone know um, your guys' Instagram handle, the website URL, all of that stuff. That way they can buy your cakes and they can follow along and learn more. So if you have a birthday, and I'm going to take a guess that everybody listening does, you can find (laughs) us online at www.carolinescakes.com. You can place your order. We do nationwide shipping anywhere in the country in two days. You can also give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. That number is 888-801-CAKE. Um, if you want to follow along with our story, Instagram is at Caroline's Cakes. Facebook is Caroline's Cakes USA. Um, l- like our photos, comment, send us a message. Again, if you have recipe ideas, if you have feedback, good, bad, or indifferent, we'd love love to hear it. That's what we use to become better every day. Um, and if you're in the Spartanburg area, stop by the bakery. It's at 925 Beaumont Avenue. Again, that storefront I hope to have completed uh, middle or end of August. Um, but if you see that construction still going on, stop by. I'd love to give you a tour. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Richard. This was fun. I love learning more about uh, my favorite cakes. So thank you. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 